Alright, hello and welcome back to a new episode of Creative Indifferences. As always, I am Colton Bazinas. And I'm Kurt Hoffman. And over there on the ones and zeros is little Nicky Jizzle. Is that a good nickname for you on the pod? That's my PlayStation name. So oh, okay. Oh. Well, uh, do you want to share that? If you want to, I mean, that's a lot of information. We can just redact that. Yeah. Well, I mean, redact. that's fine. If people want to, you're going to get so many friend no. requests from our avid listeners. Just edit it's in something overwhelming. completely different over what yeah. he said. Yeah. You know, if it gets too overwhelming, I guess I can just pay to change it because this podcast is doing very well. So it's not like I don't have the money to do. Well, that. did you? You get one free change on 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 PlayStation, then you pay after that. So you could. Well, so I haven't figured that out because I was just gonna switch to uh, to fake bones. Oh, it's but. super easy. Just uh, YouTube it. I don't know. So you're just gonna okay. burn your your backup uh, PSN name now too. All right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're not gonna it. know. I'm gonna do it at an undisclosed time, <laughs> so they're not really gonna know. They're gonna have to remember this quite well. They're gonna sure. have to listen to it first. They're gonna have to listen to it and then remember it. Unless they listen to it way later. Uh, All very possible things. Uh, how are you guys doing? How how has the world been treating you both? Pretty much for me, just stagnant. Kind of just a lot of uh, not going out, not doing a whole lot. Uh, helped move some people out of a house. It was a lot of stuff, Ooh, and it was insane. August. Yeah, it was. It was. I wasn't yeah. told the full details of the situation. It just seemed like moving some things around town but it was moving you know, a house and, uh, move some stuff yeah. around don't yeah. ask too many questions eh? it was moving a house of four uh two of their storage units and a doctor and his like younger wife what the fuck two storage units mm-hmm. it was it was uh, uh not a fun day so a doctor you say is it like mm-hmm. a medical doctor yeah, like one of the storage units had like oxygen tanks, and the, and the guy kept telling me like, "Wait, what? Did you guys get high?" Uh, no, they they were pretty good about their medical equipment. They kept saying like, well, "There's tens of thousands of dollars of medical equipment in here," and they had like movie. They had like a a little studio at one point where they were shooting like doctoral commercials. There was a a forty foot stethoscope I had to move out of this fucking storage unit. It was like broken down in like four or five pieces. So this is a porn guy. So yeah, this is something. <laughs> this is a weird. porn doctor. This is mm-hmm. a porn. This is Doctor Porn. And his son, yes, uh, they they seem to have been. Oh, very and Doctor Porn Junior was there too. They seem to have been very involved in this uh, venture that they had together. At one point. <laughs> the joint venture yeah. of shooting pornographic yet medically informed videos. Yeah, but keep it in the family. Exactly. Thank you, Nick. That's what I was thinking <laughs> verbatim. Ah, just the kind of terms I think of when I think of pornography. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, and also at the I was at the house, and there was this next door neighbor lady who like lived in this attached part of the house, and she couldn't help but talk to me, and she loved bringing up the fact that the house I was moving stuff out of was a uh, built on an a- Indian burial ground, and things would go like <laughs> bump in the night. I was like, sweet, cool, mm-hmm. thanks, lady. And like, well, you're good out, thing so. you did it in pure daylight, right? Yeah, pure daylight. We blessed it, you know. I what if? Would you have still taken the job? It's like, look, we can only do this in the dead of the night. I know it's weird. If somebody would have told me this was uh, just a literal moving job, I would have said no. I do have a group of skeletons that need to be relocated to my new house. Yeah, okay. yeah, like ugh, all his specimens. Dude, and like the, I showed up to the doctor's house, packed. Like he had boxes that were like labeled super fragile and like had to go Ooh. in at different times did he have know. like body parts in jars 
Uh, no, I was. I'm assuming that those might have been in the extra mm. fragile boxes that I moved. You know, I think he prepared for uh, new eyes Prying to come eyes. in. <laughs> yeah, so he like was ready and packed to go. He's like, "Oh, you guys are here? Just move the shit down Ronnie, the stairs." box up the freaks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know, they're nice. That's good. He, yeah, and like this doctor that my cousin is Did friends you tell with. Tell him to listen to the podcast. Uh, no, this this doctor is seventy years old and is friends with my cousin, and that's how you I gotta got. Gotta tell more weird. That's randos. our target demo. <laughs> like, like, and they were moving to Asheville, and I was like, dude, Asheville's a cool place. I visited Asheville's there once. Cool. I was like, yeah, podcasts still work there. They what? I want. I want to get. I want to get a supremely old audience to really tune in and be like in on our shtick. I have tried. It I want came up who are just like decrepit on their way out. And the I discussion want them to spend their last years just giving us listens. The, the discussion <laughs> of this podcast has come up at a family dinner that my sister decided to bring up. So I have shown it to mm. my my dad's cousins. So my dad's cousins have probably listened to the first episode. And oh. I told, I was like, "Hey, famously missing right now." Please don't. Um, but this was like months ago, like when we were just right. like, like when we had just like kind of started. Uh, at least they got it while it was still around. <clears throat> so, but I'm sure they listened to it and they're like, "T was right. This is not for us." Okay. Because <laughs> like, and they're like usually on their motorcycle, and you they can have these probably really, tell after the first episode. They have these really fancy helmets that I like wore once, and like you put the helmet on, and you just hear the radio. It's just like surround sound helmets. So they probably were on their motorcycle listening to us, just like full blast on their. Helmets. Oh, I bet we sound great in surround sound and not uh, grating at all. Can you guys make? Can you guys make an ad target for them that says, uh, yeah. you know, creative indifferences? You can listen to it on your motorcycle. Cheaper than healthcare. Let's <laughs> do some surround sound work. Uh, all right, well, uh, Nick, I no need to really catch up on what you're doing because no one really cares. Um, How about uh, you? It's true. Me, th- no one should care because nothing has changed. I haven't done anything interesting. <laughs> uh, I am simply floating in the river, the lazy river of life, uh, which is to say working nice, every single day and uh, getting real close to that fun edge uh, that, you know, I like, to, I like to bring to the pod. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, today we will be discussing uh, the film, and I won't even call it a movie because it's a film, uh, Twins. So you didn't like it? That's incorrect, Kurt. I liked it quite a bit. Yes! Oh, I figured you had I to like this I to one. say that this is probably my favorite uh, movie that we've brought uh, since we started the Into new it. kind of assignment uh, bit. This one, this one is kind of like, I watched this like... With my cousins when I was little, so like this movie, like I always this like is, think of. It has a very, um, it has a very good VHS tape energy. It did. It, like the, I it can't was, like, imagine seeing it in a theater. Which the is, '80s fun, like uh, yeah. And just to start from facts, uh, just to leave this off, Arnold Schwarzenegger made more from this movie than all the Terminator movies. It's you know what wow. it shows because he seems really happy in this. Like, like, I was like, hmm, interesting. You know, I maybe thought. the key to getting a really, like, fun performance out of Arno is, maybe it's more money. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito, I think that was, like, such a good, like, Danny chance. DeVito bringing an interesting energy to this. Um, I do, yeah. Scummy. Were they together on the Batman, one of the Batman movies? No. Weren't they in the same one? No. Uh, they were in two different, different ones. ones. They were in very different ones. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, Dave DeVito sure. was the penguin in the last of the Tim Burton ones, and uh, two movies later, 
Arnold Schwarzenegger does show up as Mr. Freeze, uh, mm-hmm. painted big and blue, and making all kinds of fun ice jokes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know his, fun ice yes. jokes, right, guys? In his great, you know, monotone voice. Let's kick some ice. Oh, he, I mean, he does a lot of yelling in that one. Just I one. remember him laughing at one point. Ah, can you guys do a Schwarzenegger? No. No? Well, no. Wow. Usually at least an attempt comes from that, but that's all right. I mean, this, will be, this will be one of those dry, no-bits episodes. try to put us on an island, we put you on the island. Maybe, maybe, maybe it'll just come up naturally as we, go, as we progress through this. Sure. I think you gotta know, you got to have like a line to go in on for an impression. Uh, and I, don't, I can't think of a single like funny Schwarzenegger line. Yeah, there's. He says a few in this, or Danny DeVito kind of gets the lines in this movie. I Danny DeVito gets a lot of the lines, but I would say that um, Schwarzenegger gets uh, gets a lot of the good looks and a lot of the the best physical oh. bits, which yeah. is Arnold got all the best stuff. Yeah, like Jeez, which makes Arnold. sense. I think at this point, he and he and Danny DeVito had like a similar amount of power in Hollywood, which is wild to think about. Yeah, and. This movie there was is... just a time period where people were just like in on Danny DeVito, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, and the same with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I think that you know, together they they what like a weird fan base to bring together. I don't know. Uh, okay, so let me pull up my notes here. I just want to pull up a point out. Arnold Schwarzenegger went on record to state that this film was the best decision he ever made. Mm-hmm. I agree. This is a man. Met that spent two terms as governor of California, and this was the best decision he ever made. <laughs> well, Nick, I, I think it's inarguable that those were bad. That was a bad decision to run for governor. True. Go Chargers! Go! And I think uh-huh. a lot of people would agree with that. And also, uh, I read the list that they were. I don't know this movie, but do you, have you ever heard of the movie called Suburban Commando? Yes. Apparently, Schwarzenegger and Danny Vitter were in line to do that movie instead of this, but they chose to do this one. Otherwise, Damn. the people in this movie would have been Hulk Hogan and Christopher Lloyd. Hulk Hogan got bumped out of this movie and put into Suburban Commando, and that's a bummer for him. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't know. I think DeVito and Schwarzenegger picked this movie over who that. Who was he? It was Hogan and who? Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd? That's that's what it says here. It could be. Oh my be god, bad. Doc Brown and Hulk Hogan. Well, in the that w- that would have been weird. Damn, can I change my my pitch to just be that movie? Current Honestly, day Christopher Lloyd and current day Hulk Hogan find out they're twins, and it's not that it's not that surprising. They kind of look the same now. Yeah, Hulk Hogan was the good brother. Yeah, I think Hulk Hogan definitely would have been like the. But he was the thing the, is, like the, the the champion. Christopher Lloyd, I feel like, kind of eventually got uh, typecast into playing like, you know, pure like Doc Brown kind of like fun guys. But now he's finally like, I mean, now he's not really doing much. But like the last character I saw him play was like a scumbum, and I'm like, you're pretty good at this, man. I was that in Sin City? More. Yeah, Sin City too. I was thinking like, that. The, yeah, I was thinking about the role. Doctor. Yeah, so I mean, I see that he could play that kind of off brother. He played bad, stuff like, like that, though, yeah. like uh, up to a point, and then he played Doc Brown. And everyone's like, "Hey, you're Doc Brown now." And I also heard, didn't he have like a brief drug problem? 
Uh, I would say most people who were in comedy in the eighties had a because I mean, like, drug problem. I'm not saying that. Like, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. had his thing, and you know, he's you right know, got typecasted for a bit because of that as well. Well, I mean, every, even Dan DeVito had a drug problem, mm-hmm. but is the kind of thing where they didn't die from it, so it's I, yeah. that's why it gets to be a, dr- a brief one. Yeah, but uh, you know I would how they kind of Chris Farley had a pretty big drug problem to a point where it was the only problem. Yeah, bummer. Uh, moving on. <laughs> All right, so let us let me get into a breakdown of this movie, because I, I had never seen it before, and Good, it was so wicked glad. different. The premise was different than I expected it to be. Right? It's um, kind of, it kind of seems like a child wrote it, almost. Like... That's fair. Mo- uh, I would but argue in a good that way. a lot of Ivan Reitman's movies do have the kind of childlike written imagination. By... It's not a bad. It's like it's like the childlike no, imagination, yeah. just to, like have this like kind of w- unique scenario, and then like it's because like w- I, I, warm. I don't know. I thought it was like a separated at birth. These two orphans made their way in the world, and then they found each other at, at a certain age. But no, it is actually much different than that. Um, so Julius who is Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Vincent, who is Danny DeVito. Uh, so Julius and Vincent Benedicts are twins, and they are the result of a secret experiment carried out by a, like a genetic lab. Um, and it is the, the experiment was to create like the perfect human specimen by mm-hmm. combining the jizz... Of six different dudes, half a dozen jizz donors, <laughs> um, and <laughs> they had a big machine to mix it all up. And they like, they take a minute. Yeah, they had a big, to point it out. big they had centrifuge. Bunch of, uh, pumps, right? It had pipes. It just looks like they all connected to it, and it just sucked it out. Yeah, like, they all got in a bi- uh, they got in a circle. They hooked up their dongers, vacuum, and jerk. then they all just jerked the lurked. Um, so there's six guys, like, there's scientists, like, there's athletes, there's, uh, intellectuals, there's, like, it's, Probably like, a mix of, like, people, just like physical high, like, specimens as well as, like, intellectual specimens, and, yeah. like, so the idea was to create someone with the perfect mind and body. Um, so, basically, these dudes all jerked off into a cup, and then they put it in a big spinner, and... You know, I'm not a scientist. I don't want to like start it. that off right away. Disclaimer. Uh, but I, I don't think any amount of swirling around will combine uh, a into uh, on a cellular level. I'm sure well, they didn't want to like... you don't work at Los Alamos. Yeah, that's true. I've been trying. I, they keep rejecting my. Uh, Maybe they just didn't want to give away any like propriety knowledge. You know, they just like this is a technique. Right. We'll it's just call. <laughs> call anyone yeah. trying to recreate twins. We make it sound silly, but it's really complicated. Uh, <laughs> sure. Um, so then they they have this the this these six dudes hanging out in the lab, jerking their jerks. Jerkin oh, yeah, and, and then like, uh, they've selected a beautiful young woman to be the mother, Marianne Benedict, uh, played by Heather Locklear. Graham. Heather Graham. <laughs> is that is that the girl from Hangover? That is the girl from Hangover. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is before She's been she around really, forever. This is before she really took out, took off. Yeah. Um, and so she. Uh, Julius, 
who is the is said specimen. He is the perfect timeout. I, I didn't think about making a, a stop word. Okay, well we haven't done that in weeks, so. Yeah, I know because I just wanted to stop it, so I just said timeout. So I didn't know what to do. What do you want? You want to pick a word? We were just describing the situation between these six guys, and there's just this one photo that floats around the, the movie where there's just all six of these, all six of the dudes like standing just behind the one lady, and like the That's scientists, true. like, and they keep showing this picture to everybody. Like, yeah, it's it like, has okay very picture. big like <laughs> it has very big pre orgy energy. Um, the photograph. Of these six dudes just surrounding Heather Graham. And it seems like they all were in love with her a little bit. It's weird. They definitely... I mean, we only meet... Not to jump ahead here, but we only meet yeah. two of the guys, yeah. really. What if we get um, the prequel? Um, three. The two scientists and then the one of the guys. I don't think that the, the one scientist was involved in like I think he just did the science bit. I think, you think one he's of the not gonna throw his uh his well, DNA in there. The small guy? The small scientist? He's brainy. I don't know. He is in the picture, so I guess you're right. He could just, he know. could but you could be right too. He could just be like the leader of the, you know, the experiment, so that's why he's in it. Yeah, because he kinda acted like he didn't I don't know. It was weird. He still acted um, fatherly, wasn't he? Or no, that's got the never mind. So so, where am I here? Okay, so, um, Julius is born, uh, and, and is told that his mother, Marianne Benedict, died during childbirth. Uh, and we see kind of, uh, uh, we get a glimpse of his upbringing where he was, Raised on an island, a, a beautiful island in the middle of nowhere. He was raised by, uh, like, uh, pretty much a team. He was raised like Ivan Drago, but, like, with love. Uh, yeah, a bunch of scholars, people telling him he's great and telling him all yeah, these. Yeah, like, like, he, he was read, so naive. Like, he read, like, the uh, a million books. He was trained in, like, self-defense. He was, like, physically sculpted to be this, like... He reads absolutely like, yoked specimen and he reads like car manuals too he reads like every like right like, he's you know? an accelerated learner he can pick up he can pick up knowledge uh like almost instantaneously he seems like he's the a, a perfect human almost he's like he's and he's um he he like studies philosophy he um but he was raised primarily by a it's a, a german scientist uh, so that's where he that they use that to explain uh, Arnold's accent. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he just lived on this beautiful island his whole life, and then when yeah. he turns, um, what age do they turn? I forget. I forget as well. Oh, thirty-five. So when he turns thirty-five, his dad, the person who he believes is his dad, um, breaks the news to him that like, hey. This is what we did. Also, you have a brother who was born a few minutes after you, who is your twin. Um, and he's out there in the world. We put him out there. He wasn't. <laughs> they, he doesn't say this, but like, it's pretty. It's pretty heavily inferred. Like, he didn't make the cut. He yeah. They 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 go to to Blank saying like, you're just the bad parts of him. You know? Eventually, they they do that, and it's like rough. Um, but Vincent was placed in an, Vincent, who is the other twin, 
uh, the DeVito, mm. was placed in an orphanage run by nuns in L.A., which doesn't seem convenient for him. Uh, and he believed that his mom abandoned. He believed that he was abandoned, which is kind of true. His dad abandoned him, but his mom didn't know. Uh, didn't. Oh, right. Well, it's worth noting that the mom was told that that first of all, she wasn't told that she was pregnant with twins. These scientists at no point were aware that there were two babies in there. Um, they nice. were sub- they were, it was one of those sneak attack twin things. Every that time they did surprises so many genetic scientists. Um, and and so they told uh, Mary Ann Benedict that that the baby died. Um, that Julian, the Julius, the baby, the perfect specimen died, and then she, I guess just left and was like well that's you know i guess that's that was just just a weird story i get to tell now i don't know she's probably pretty hurt over that and was probably, just like, was like i just lost a baby because they kind of talk about that that's right she bit. does she does kind of meet up with some of the dads like throughout history and they it, find out and yeah she, they, they talk about she's like her yeah, story seems interesting again. i would that's, love yeah. to know more about what's up with this lady that's what i'm saying like a prequel idea unfortunately be. her story not very um followed up on and doesn't f- and kind of kind of a cop out at points um but let's we'll get into that as it arrives yes. um so uh <clears throat> These two brothers have never met, Vincent and they're both 35. Vincent is living in an orphanage as a child uh, with no one but himself to rely on. Uh, he, at 12 years old, seduces a nun, uh, steals mm-hmm. the library fund, and escapes the orphanage. Um, and, you know, pretty much begins a life of low crime. Uh, he's, he's basically uh, a world-class scumbum. Uh, he, he's living in L.A., he is indebted to a lot of small-time kind of loan sharky people. Isn't that, like, the beginning of the scene? Isn't he, like, jumping out of some girl's window and running, yeah, he, scaling down like, the side of the house? He's pretty scummy. Like, he is, like, sleeping, like, with other dudes' wives. He's trying to kiss everybody. Like, there's, like, every time he's in a scene with a woman, he pretty much tries to, like, put the moves on her. Yeah, uh, no. Until until a certain point in the movie where there is a, a notable switch in Vincent's behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you have these two kind of polar opposite people. Um, uh, Julius has decided that he must find his brother, uh, bec- who he just found out about, and is convinced that he's in trouble. Um, there is there's something they try and push throughout this movie that. I didn't really care for, which was like the twin psychic connection. Twin telepathy. Uh, I didn't like that. I wish that that was not part of this. And I in in my uh, in my follow up, there will be no none of that. <laughs> I think it could also just be as just like easy cop out to so he doesn't have to say. I I was like scared for you, and like you know he knew he was in trouble. You know he wasn't like. You know, I think he could just be using that as a lie to cover up his the way he feels. Right. But they use it as, like, the impetus for um, for Julius leaving the island. And it's, it's like, why don't you just, you know, just say you're curious. Say you want to meet him. Like, I, that's fine. Yeah. Well, have to, like, the way they wrap it up at the end, they use that twin telepathy, like... Yeah, but it's a majorly. mess, and I don't like it. 
Well, you can't just have it in twins and then get rid of it in, in triplets or whatever your sequel would be called. But see, it, to me, it seems like it only appears after they find out about each other. Yeah, like, wouldn't so, they have been know. feeling that their whole lives? But, like... Ha- like, has Arnold Schwarzenegger been feeling that? Maybe they, maybe I don't know. maybe has Vincent been feeling it? Because like Arnold Schwarzenegger's been going through clear physical training. Does Vincent not feel any of that? I don't know, but we'll see how it gets addressed. It doesn't. It's not. I mean, in your in your follow up. Oh, I also it won't be. Um, okay. <laughs> I I don't have a, a, a <laughs> okay. Right. Well, unless you have like a, a big pitch, we'll see where we go. Right. We'll see where we, okay. we end up. All right, so let's—we're not in like the first ten minutes of this yet. This no, is yeah. all covered pretty quickly. Uh, I, I'm taking my time with it because it's kind of a lot to get into conceptually. That's like the big conceit of the movie: is like you have to be on board with like there's an experiment. This is what happens. One's a scumbum. One yeah. is Hercules. And once you can <laughs> pass this, it's kind of it kind of hits its stride. You know, it's just right. like so. Um, Julius shows up in L.A. Uh, I have here in my notes that throughout the movie, Arnold uh, looks like an enormous toddler. Looks and acts like an enormous toddler because he's in like a a, his, a business casual suit, like a, a two piece suit with uh, with shorts, shorts like and, like dress pants shorts. Like. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, it's pretty. It and they're ripped. like they're like knee length shorts. So they. They're pretty. They're pretty funny. It looks like yeah. a child wearing his dad's like suit to, to like business day at school. <laughs> I look cool, daddy. And plus, he's he's so taken in by the world. Like he's never been out in the world, and it's um. He's it's, very naive to how it really works. You know, he's, it's we, pretty we're fun. From it's pretty yeah. fun because he he has like this. He has a fun energy to him where he's just like every time he sees something that like. You know, the cynicals of L.A. would be like, ah, it's L.A. He, he's just, like, blown away. He's like, I can't oh, believe it. Dude, and also, at, at the bottom of those shorts, he's wearing a pair of black Converse that I don't think he ever takes off. He's just, like, running around in a pair of Converse. There's a scene where he runs, like, a good portion in those Converse. I just thought that was funny. Yeah, well, when he runs in the shorts, it's <laughs> so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it really plays into the toddler uh, visualization. Uh, so basically, uh, Vincent has been hustling around town. Um, he owes money to some people who want to bust him up for it. Uh, he goes to the guy from CSI uh, who runs, who is running a parking garage, and he's like, "Hey, man, I owe twenty thousand dollars to th- I don't remember what they're called, but I'm going to call something them something brothers. Bidu- I'm going to call them the Baducci brothers." That's works. Feels right. Um, and it's just a, a, a family of very large dudes. Yeah. But not like Arnold large, but like uh, like wrestler heel large. They kind of have paunchy bellies, and they would have been like great wrestling heels in the 80s. Bouncer bodies. It's, it's the, uh, the Klain brothers. The Klain brothers. Uh, and so he and uh, CSI have a have a scam they do is that sometimes a car will come into the garage and uh, the scam is Vincent steals the car. That's it. (laughs) The car simply goes missing. That's it. (laughs) That's the fucking whole thing. And they've never been caught once. 
despite the fact that cars are going missing from this garage all the time, they have never been like, hey, attendant, what's going on with that? So I guess it's just something he can do. Uh, So we see him do that once, um, and then uh, he gets arrested for parking tickets. He has too many parking tickets. And he's uh, he's trying to sell socks to a menswear store, and they're like, no, obviously. Like he's multifaceted uh, in his. Business. He brings in like he brings like a cardboard box full of socks to yeah. like a menswear. He goes to house. like another place to sell it too, right? No, he like... gets arrested right after that. Oh. Uh, he gets arrested outside the men's warehouse uh, because he, he he's getting a new parking ticket, and then he gives the cops That's some right. some real sass. And the cop's like, "All right, well, let me see your license." And he's like, "No, you don't got it. You don't got it. <laughs> Please, Come on. no. I'm sorry, I had a bad day." And he's like, "That's fine. Let me see your license." <laughs> and I'm like, uh, "Classic cops." And uh, and so he he owes so much money for all these parking tickets that he is taken to jail. Uh, but he's not worried so much about jail as much as he is being murdered by the people he owes all this money to because they gave him a pretty strict deadline. Um, uh, uh, but don't worry about that. We're going to cut to Julius, who is, uh, uh, where does he go? He goes to the orphanage and he finds out, uh, he finds out Vincent's story. The nun tells him all about, like, he's like, look, you know, you seem really nice, Julius, but Vincent sucks shit through a straw. So we had to like, like we, even our file on him isn't complete. So like, we don't give a shit about that guy. Uh, here's here you go here, here. <laughs> she's like and they're like well he he says where where do you think I could find my good brother Vincent and the 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 nun just says try jail <laughs> and, and in fact a very apt suggestion because that is where he is um, so Julius finds Vincent in jail. And bails does him a, out. he bails him out because he, he you know, through the glasses, like, I am your brother. And Vincent's <laughs> like, OK, OK, man, uh, can you get me out of here? He's like, yes, I have money. <laughs> and so he gets him out of jail. And then uh, Vincent is is like pretty much not sold on this. Uh, but what? Uh, um, and he falls Ar- back Ar- to his apartment. Right. Arnold's big argument that he uses to convince Vincent is, we're twins! We're yeah. twins! Look at us! He says it twins. so often. He goes, and and they I'm do the joke brother. maybe three times where he's like, look at us, we are not twins. He's like, no, not identical twins, but we are twins! I feel you! And it's and it's like, stop. <laughs> stop saying shit like that. Um, <clears throat> I would like to point out that this movie falls victim to something that happened a lot in the 80s and throughout the 90s as well. Uh, it's when a movie didn't have enough going on. They had like maybe a, a good concept like this, uh, but they didn't have they didn't know exactly what to do with it, so they would just throw in. Um, also, you owe money to the mob, uh, so <laughs> the the mob plot uh, conundrum is in full effect here because. He does owe money to what is essentially a small mob. Yeah, like they're just like loan shark brothers. Right, they're like, right. but they like they'll break you, they'll mess you up. 
But yeah, it's just like something that like happens so often in these kinds of movies where they're like, also, uh, quick C, C plot here, the mob. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. Um, in, in this case, there's kind of two of those because of what happens later. But um, <clears throat> so Vincent pretty much abandons Julius at the police station. He's like, all right, thanks, bye. Uh, <clears throat> but it falls but, him back to his house and he goes no, up there no, no. and it's one of the no no uh, Julius goes back to his office which I office, wanted to bring that's up right. uh, office, what is that's his right. office for what does he do and also yeah he goes back there and it's like everything the desks are gone yeah like, the, it's it, like his some, furniture it, is being repossessed it's like it seems like a pretty nice office and even it's like a secretary he like, has like, he's able to employ a gullible secretary who I assume he has not paid in a while. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like he has enough real business to like justify to having justify a place the to office. sit there. Yeah, to sit there and be like, I need a, a place to file these away. The, to come back the to office later. is full of movie posters. Like he has a, a movie poster for Road Warrior, uh, or no, it's for the Road Warriors, the wrestlers. So I don't know what the um, I don't know what the office is for. It's not like there uh, the door. When you see it from behind the glass door, it's yeah. it's got like seven things listed on it. So, and I thought I I was trying to read them backwards. It was difficult. I thought one of the things was taxidermy, and I was like, "There's no way." <laughs> <laughs> but like, there there's you get to briefly see like the list of things that on his on his door before the the uh, small time. Uh, Brother throws picks him up and throws yeah, him through the window. Tosses him through it like uh, like the fucking like in what is it, Wolf of Wall Street? Like yeah, like a like a lawn dart. <laughs> um, and so he is being beaten by a big brother man mm-hmm. when his when a big brother man of his own shows yeah, up. His so big brother man. Julius has tracked him down, tracked his office down, and come to like maybe reason with him. Um, and then he tries to talk to the man who is beating up Vincent and he's like, look, you know, let's, the the running bit is that he, he knows how to, um, even it's negotiate, um, hostage situation or, or or crisis. He knows how to negotiate in crises. In books. Um, He's read all these books and he's he's like, remains really calm in a lot of like high stress situations too. He's read like how to, how to like handle yourself in high stress situations. Um, and uh, he uh, that Whoops. and being able to physically overpower anybody on the planet really helps him out. Whoops, that big man! Yeah, he whoops <laughs> him bad. Despite the man eventually getting an axe and coming at him with an axe, uh, uh-huh. Arnold whoops him good. And Arnold's Doesn't like, matter. "Stop! You don't want to do this." And he's he like, just "Look, like, hey man, I him. I can literally I will barely move, and I will whoop you real hard." Uh, and so he does. And Vincent now is starting to see the advantage of maybe having. Um, a bigger brother. A, gi- a giant on your side. Yeah. A big um, man. And he's clearly, like, he's a, he can see how, like, gullible, like, Julius is. Like, Julius is, like, clearly well-read and, like, and and philosophically book smart. Uh, but not street smart. He's and not like, street smart. He doesn't, his... he, he's not uh, known in the, he doesn't know the way of the world very well. Yeah. And he just believes, just because he says he's family, like, everything's be- like, they'll do everything together, and they'll trust sure. each other immediately. He, like, you know? He he is longing for a bond with, with, uh, Arnold is family. longing for a, a, a familial bond with, with, 
um, with Vincent. He, throughout the movie, he hints at this at this feeling that he's had his whole life that there's a piece of his life missing. Like no matter what, like no matter how good his life was, he always felt like something was missing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he believes firmly that that piece is uh, Danny DeVito. So Brother, brotherly love. Ay ay ay. So and then, s- yeah. So they they that's the whole office scene, and then they right. leave from so there. Then they go um, from there. Uh, CSI has called Danny before the the fight breaks out and told him that a hot new car came in, and you uh, you gotta come steal it. Uh, and it seems like the people who left the car uh, have done something shady with the car. They've, you know... Um, they rolled up in, like, thick glass, thick sunglasses and Hawaiian, and Hawaiian shirts, shirts saying and weird they, and things. They're like, they're, like, they're, like, making... <laughs> they're, like, making sure that they tell the parking attendant that, look, we're not gonna be here. We're going to Hawaii. And the guy's like, they're going to Hawaii. I can yeah. get their car stolen. Like, uh, yeah, dude. So it turns out that the, um, the car was supposed to be picked up by a what is essentially a hitman who is just going to deliver something to someone uh, someone for a lot of money for some dollar dollar bills so uh without knowing any of that um vincent kind of talks julius into stealing the car because he's like Look, I need to go pick up this car that they're auctioning off. For I think he said it was for his. Event. Oh, is it? Okay. I yeah, he's picking up for his friend. Yeah, his friend. I told him to come Left pick up the, the car to, to to for the charity event, but he doesn't have the keys. And he's like, "Look, you know." I think he even like looks under the tire, like, "Hey, look, he forgot the keys." I don't like the interview is really trying to sell the whole lie. Right, and so um, pulls his like his like door door lock lock pick out. He asks Julian if he can drive like his car back to the place after after he takes the new car. And Julian's like, "Do you have like a driver's mate? I've never, yeah, I've, never. I've never seen a car before." <laughs> and so <laughs> there is there is in fact a driver's manual in the passenger side. So he he, he gets gets to work doing what he do. And uh, by the time they get to the garage, Vincent knows everything that there has ever existed about cars. About vehicles. Like, he's a mechanic now, all of a sudden. He, like. he is a savant. Um, yeah. To the point where when, when Vincent accidentally sets off the car alarm on the car they're stealing, uh, Julius knows how to turn it off within seconds. This is like, look, you just got to make, th- make the ta- car think it's being towed and it turns off. And also, you're kind of reasoning over this. He picks the car up by the bumper and lifts it with his strength. He just lifts oh, the yeah, car I up high enough. That's, yeah, he, makes, he tricks the computer in the car to think it's being towed by, by lifting the it up, car. By picking it up high enough. Like, what? You know, yeah. like people do. Like real people. And it just shuts off and he goes, all right, thanks. And so Vincent is just like, he's he's literally like on cloud nine. He's like, man, this guy is going to do so much shit for me. He's going to turn off so many car alarms for me. I can't believe it. Oh, um, there's a woman that Vincent Sisters. is involved. Uh, that, that she had broken up with Vincent, but Vincent apparently is charming enough to convince her to be, get get back with him. Uh, she has a, a hot sister as well. They work at a diner. Um, uh, they do not get flushed out very well. They are there to be be 
be there for the boys. I think they're all just there to fall in love. I guess is the it would be the the. Um. Okay, so where are we here? Um. Then they take the cars to see the girls, right? Okay, so wait. Smooths them over. Vincent does come clean to Julius about owing the brothers twenty thousand dollars. Okay, yeah, he probably asked if he had that money on him. And he's like, I don't have that much. Um. But he convinces them. He convinces them to. Um. Oh, he goes on. He he. He, we, when after they take the car, after they take the car back to the, what have you, they they oh they meet the the women they meet the women at the they, supermarket they meet the women at the supermarket and also, uh they enter the drive the parking lot by Arnold Schwarzenegger hitting a curb oh, and yeah, driving pretty, in on two wheels. There's a pretty funny driving sequence where it's Arnold doesn't know how to drive so he's using a lot of brake a lot of gas, and it's 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 like if a kid was driving and fifty percent of his tires. Yeah, and so that yeah, he does he does do a side wheelie. Um, it's it's pretty silly. And he goes, "I'll teach you that, Vincent." And he's just like, "Okay," and they go to the supermarket. Yeah. So, um, why do they go to the supermarket? I don't know. Probably, probably to get supermarket. I don't know groceries. He does have a shopping. I mean, all right. Well, they just- run into Vincent's uh, girlfriend, Linda Mason. Uh, and and uh, Julius is pretty immediately smitten with her sister Marnie, and I think vice versa. I think Marnie. Oh yeah, like, it's pretty mute. It's mutual. Mm-hmm. Marnie sees, of course, the Incredible Hulk, and is like, "I want a piece of that." Mm-hmm. This nice, this nice guy who can pick cars yeah, looks up like and driving on two wheels. It's like a stack of meaty pancakes. Um, like a... so. They leave pretty much immediately. Uh, they go home, and they now Vincent dinner. is more open to listening to Julius's story about how they were uh, concocted uh, from a a splooge smoothie, uh, mm-hmm. and and um, Julius reveals to him what his plan is. He wants to meet their dad. He wants to find their dads. And I think we uh, also meet the hitman during this like little dinner sit down, like right. Yeah, the hitman uh, is there to pick up the car. It doesn't happen, so then he's he, like, he's F. like, so he's like, so he go. It's it's the next day we see him start doing stuff. Um, so uh, what happens is uh, Vincent is like, I have like no interest in meeting any of our parents. Like, look, here here's the. The page from the document at the at the orphanage that you didn't have, and it's basically it says that my mom was not did not die in childbirth. She abandoned me, and I have her address right here. Well, first of all, they don't keep that, but um, at the same time, uh, Julius is in is thrilled to learn that his mother is not dead and that they can maybe go meet her. Um, and so, the next day, uh, the 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 killer the 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 killer shows up to the the job that he was supposed to do, and he kills the employers because he was pissed that the car wasn't there. Uh, yeah. And then he goes and goes back and and uh, tortures CSI. Um, but yeah. Then, 
Arnold goes on a run in a, a plaid shirt and shorts. And Converse. Uh, and uh, shows up at a mansion uh, who, it's it's some kind of uh, sports legend lives there. And he, you know, he meets with him. And he's like, hey, I don't want to embarrass you in front of your family, but I think I am your son. And the guy's like, no shit. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. So that worked. They didn't really tell me anything about that. Yeah, well, yeah and they take he goes inside for a drink, and he shows them that picture. That picture of all the scientists. and oh, the, the, no, His no, granddaughter. He has that. Julius carries that around. Yeah, Julius shows the picture, and his granddaughter really goes, Grandpa, that looks like you. And then he's like, oh. I'm like, ah, shit. It's <laughs> dope. So basically, one scientist took this baby and, like, didn't tell any of the other people involved about what was going on. Told them, like, yeah, told well, told the mother the babies died. Told so the mother, you know. Yeah, the old, the I guess one other scientist kind of knew what was up. Um, uh, so, and speaking of which, um, the athlete is like, "Look, your mom doesn't live here anymore, uh, and I don't know exactly where she is." But uh, this guy, this this short scientist in the photograph, he probably knows. Like he was in contact with her. Yeah. And he's like, all right, cool, I will do that now. And so um, that same day, uh, the girls show, or or Vincent is driving around, and there's a tape in the uh, car explaining uh, to the hired murderer that he needs to get the the package in the trunk down to Texas where they will, um, here's a phone number, call the guy, and he will pay you for the package. Mm-hmm. And so, Vincent naturally just calls the guy and is like, "We need to rego- negotiate. Uh, I want more money." He doesn't know how much he's supposed to get, and the guy's like, "You're not gonna get more money." <laughs> and he's like, uh, "How about twenty? And the guy's like, twenty? Are you kidding me? You're supposed to get yeah. five. And he goes, and how, about like, ah, "How about fifteen? He's like, "You're not gonna get that." And he's like, "You're not gonna get more than five million dollars. I like that. He's like, like, five million dollars. He's like, that's enough. Sorry. Bye. I'm sorry. And the the guy on the other end of the line is like, well, no red flags there. And he's just like, the guy on the line is just like this big Texas wealthy guy. Or like... Danny DeVito has decided he is going to go to Texas. He is resolved to go by himself uh, because he doesn't give a shit about Arnold yet. Um, and then Arnold is like, that's fantastic. I need to go to New Mexico. That's where the doctor is. We can meet him. Uh, it's right on the way. And it's not really, but I mean, it kind of is, I guess, but. And he comes right from that run from the doctor's house too. Sweaty as shit. And just jumps in the car. He's very sweaty. He comes from the athlete's house. Yeah. Athlete's house. And, uh, as, and he's like, all right, fine. You can come. And he's like, cool. Let me change. And so as he's showering and changing, Vincent tries to leave. But as he's trying to leave, who should show up at Vincent's girlfriend? Of course. And her sister. And her sister, who is very, very hot to trot to see Arnold in the shower. She baked him cookies. They made them, yeah, they like baked him a cake and cookies and shit. And it was Danny like, Vita's birthday, like, I think. Like a week ago. <laughs> I mean. I don't know. Girls it's brought weird. them baked goods, whatever. It's weird. These women show up with baked goods, and um, Vincent basically spills the beans to his girlfriend, and is like, yeah, so it's worth, like, a lot of money. Pro trip! And he's, like, reveals that, like, in the trunk, it's, like, some kind of, like, engine uh, in the trunk. 
Okay, yeah, I didn't know if he told if Danny Vito told him about that. I mean, she showed he showed her what it was. He doesn't know oh, what the fuck it is. Danny Vito showed uh, her. He, that's right. And she's like, "What is?" It? He's like, "I don't know, but it's worth five million dollars." And uh, and so she's like, "Guess what?" Oh, after the neighbor comes out and warns her, she's like, the Vincent's neighbor is like, "Don't ever sleep with this man. Give Don't him, give him money. money. Yeah. He is the worst person in the world." And his girlfriend is now like, "What the fuck, Vincent?" <laughs> and she, she and he's like, "Yeah, you know, it's tough out there." And she's like, "I well, think I'm he says a, I, I cleaned her pipes you, once." I don't want to let you out of my sight. And so uh, she conv- she has now decided she is also going on the road trip. She's uh, now a passenger. Yes. Right. So now Vincent Julius, uh, 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 what is her name? <laughs> I don't know. Linda. It's Linda. <laughs> Linda and her twin sister Marnie are all on the road to Texas. They took they? two cars. Um and they're going they're going to New Mexico and Texas. So they get there's a montage of them doing fun road stuff. Um And but right when they left the hitman shows up at Danny DeVito's Right, they leave uh, he shows up when they leave and is wait it breaks into the house and is waiting for them. Uh, but and then the brothers come up, in. The, yeah, the 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 mob brothers that owe that are owed money come in, and they're like, "Who are you?" He's like, "I don't know. Who are you?" And so there's a little standoff, and the the um, killer man shoots them in the legs, and he's like, "All right, bye now." <laughs> he he says, "There's something's wrong. There's something's wrong with your brother's ankles. Watch out. It might be contagious." <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, very funny. And then leaves. Um, and then he also finds a crumpled up paper that the cat was eating that said $20,005 And he's like, oh, I know where he's going. Okay, so yeah, okay. Um, then, then the road trip. So they they stop at a gas station. On the Vincent and, and Julia stop at a gas station on the way uh, out to, to New Mexico. To change his sweaty ass shirt. Well, he, he has ripped, because it is, in fact, he is wearing Danny DeVito's shirt. Mm-hmm. And he rips through it because um, he's enormous. Yeah. And so he puts on a, a new shirt that is uh, a, a real high point in the movie for me. Is a, is a shirt that says Born to be Bad and has a baby with a mohawk on it. Yeah. I like the color. The colors on it, too. It was, it was cool. And then he looks down at his shirt and he goes, Born to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's just great. It's a great moment. Yeah. Um... Oh, um, then I think they drive. I don't know. I don't know when the when it happens, but Vincent starts liking Arnold. Like Arnold is relentlessly like a positive force, doing good, and is just like he has a, a real positive energy and is trying to be nice and help everybody. I think it might have been the moment that you just described the born to be bad moment. He's just like Louis Brothers, like. Okay. They like, have a, you know, like, that's my brother. DeVito and and um Arnold have a pretty decent like chemistry together. They like they play off each other pretty well. Um and then they get a hotel room. They meet the doctor. Not yet. They get a hotel room uh and they go dancing with the ladies and then the next day. Are you sure? No, I'm not because okay, I yeah, watched this movie last night and I've already forgotten the order. Yeah, uh. I think I don't think the order is important, but uh, from what I'm seeing, they go to the gas station, then they go to the doctor. 
get his his stuff out of the way first, and I think they get upset and then they go out with the ladies. Right. Yeah, you're right. Because so they get the they new go, suits. Okay, so they go to meet the doctor, Doctor Dr. Traven, mm-hmm. who denies like he's like I don't know what you guys are talking about. He, like uh, Julian Julius convinces Vincent that like we need to go talk to this guy. We need to know the truth about us. And yeah. and Vincent is where he's like if I know more stuff about me, it's probably gonna bum me out. And June's but like you gotta you gotta know you gotta yeah. know he might know where mom is. But he still, um, like, doesn't like Mom because he thinks he abandoned, she abandoned him. Right. So. He's, he's pretty convinced that, like, this... Because like, he hasn't met anyone other than Arnold at this point who yeah, has he's... said that this is a true story. True. Um, and so, immediately, the doctor's like, no, this is not true. Fuck off. And Arnold is, like, hulks out and is like, I have never been angry in my life, but I am going to bust this guy's head open. So he busts down his door and is like threatening him. He's like, "I have a picture." Of this. I'm sure he's you got the picture. It. Yeah. And the guy's like, "Okay, okay, I'll tell you the truth. It's true." And then he takes them down to a lab with the bed in the middle. Yeah, with a bed and uh, like the stirrups and. And so, this is where um, it was. and so now Vincent fully believes. Like he's like, "I can't believe this is like true." This is where the big cum machine was. Also, I know we right, mentioned it the earlier. The big cum dump and um. Cum swirler. And uh, the doctor is like, Vincent, you turned out exactly how I thought you were going to turn out. And he's like, how do you know about me? He's like, I named you Vincent. And I'm the one that was like, get rid of this fucking guy. He's a loser. Uh, as a baby, he's doing this to this just, just, this just born child. Todd, he's like, I could tell already that the Arnold is going to be the specimen and that you are like the detritus. You're like the rejected qualities. Uh-huh. So like he, his theory is that... In the womb, um, the genetics, they did genetics so good that all of the good stuff went to one baby and all of the, the awful bad badness went to the other baby. And, and so, very scientific, of course. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, this whole process is. And so, um, Vincent is, of course, pretty hurt that he finds that he's like, he's like, it makes sense that I am kind of the rejected stuff. Yeah. And, and Julius is like not having it. He's like, no, you are my my brother. brother. We're tweets. Um, by the way, the phrase we're twins is said 40 times in this movie. Yeah, it is. Uh, All by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Just (laughs) whenever you get to a point where you're like, what's the concept again? It's like, we're twins. Like, oh, of course. That that should be the stop phrase for the day if we need it. We're twins. We're twins. So. This would be a good Halloween costume. I think these two, this next part, these two. Yeah, if you have like, (laughs) if you have two people who look. If you maybe with like your son, if like you have yeah, a son, yeah, your your little boy, like, cause then you know to feel better, they go shopping, right? <laughs> um, well, also they do find out where mom is. Oh, okay, yeah. The doctor's right. like, look, she she ha- she owns an art like retreat just outside of a different part of New Mexico, and so they're like, we're going to meet mom. And so they're so excited that um, Julius takes Vin- or Vincent takes Julius suit shopping and teaches him how to have swagger. Mm-hmm. And Walk with me. They, they're they're wearing matching suits and they're walking with style and they throw their jackets over their shoulders. And uh, I like this part of the movie. I like when um, Vincent starts to like Arnold. I like it because he's teach, just like, teach. you know what? I am gonna, 
I am gonna like take this this giant baby bird under my wing. Yeah, my he like teaches him how to dance in the in the hotel room they have. Yeah, that they um. So they're going out, and uh, Arnold's like, I've never danced before in my mm-hmm. life, and uh, Danny DeVito's like, Oh, this well, that's, not, that's no no big deal. I'll teach you right now. And it's like I I think it's my favorite moment in the whole movie is where he's teaching. Like it's a very good scene where he's like teaching uh, Arnold how to do a waltz, and it's just like it's just like watching a a, a, a dad dance with his daughter at a wedding. Yeah, and he, Arnold and he's just like, hey, don't hold, don't like squish my hand so hard, like you know. Yeah, he's like that. giving like decent pointers, like, hey, don't uh be a monster. <laughs> don't yeah. try not to try not to crush somebody, Frankenstein. Um, and so they learn to dance. Uh, it's a very good scene, a uh, very tender moment that is followed up by a very bad scene uh, where they are dancing with the ladies at the club. They did have a brief uh, brotherly moment. Twin, we're twins. A twin moment in the bathroom too, where they're just like swinging each other around, just because like I don't know. That's it's weird. later. Oh, is it? Yeah. There's after after the very bad ass grabbing scene. Uh, oh, the ass grabbing scene. Arnold learns how to grope women uh, from his scumbag brother. And don't they and, like put, they like th- they like do this like together move where they like yeah they do like them? a they do like a side like by side thrust? dip and it's like, like kind of, it's like yeah they do like a kind of walking line dance too. It, yeah, they like the, spin the girls away and just like pelvic thrust at them. Yeah, weird. Uh, but they do. Then they get really fucking drunk. Uh, Arnold has never been drunk before. I think he says uh, shit faced. Yeah, it's very funny. Uh, then they have a tender moment in the bathroom um, mm-hmm. where they're both pissing, and Arnold's like, "It's crazy. We're pissing like twins." And we've, I forgot to, we forgot to mention this. Throughout the movie, there's also these weird little things they just like kind of do together, synchronized. You know, like they'll do like yeah. they'll get the paper towels the same, or they're way, like way they'll eat their now. food the same. Way more now that Vincent is on board with the twins pitch. Like, he's like, okay, we're twins. I'm going to start doing things at the same pace as you. And also, he named he found out he named his cat Julius. Vincent named his cat Julius. I didn't remember that, but that's interesting. That, he's um, like, you named your cat Julius. He's like, oh, shit, I didn't realize it. Yeah, that's weird. Um, and then, uh, like, what what is that? What is that supposed to be? It's that twin telepathy stuff, you know? He's like... He just he, sensed the name Julius... <laughs> Maybe he remembered it when he's like, "This is Julius and this is Vincent." I don't, I don't know. This yeah. is we're not twins. We don't know. That's true. We're not twins. The rumors that we are twins are unfounded and untrue. Please stop spreading them. We took the time to do this movie just Dad. to cover this. Okay. Uh. Okay. So, um, as they're in the bathroom, the mob guys roll up on the girls. They're mm-hmm. like, they are in bad shape. Like they are, they've been shot in the feet. One of them has a neck brace from the fight with Arnold. And, get, and that guy's been getting more braces throughout the fights. Like he got shot. Like he's yeah. rough. Like these guys are rough for wear, but they are still pretty like committed to like doing their thing. It's and funny s- that they always make the most hurt brother kind of do the most physical stuff. Like the other two guys are kind of like sit guy, down. I feel like that guy was a wrestler. Like I feel like he must have had enough stunt experience to be like, you're the one that's going to take all of the the punches from Arno. Yeah. So they come out of the the bathroom to see that the mob guys have moved in on the girls and they're like, What are you doing? Can't you just like let the is this like worth it at this point? He's like, At this point we don't even want the money. We just want to murder you in the parking lot. 
<laughs> and Arnold's like, oh, I'm uh, not going to let that happen. And also, these these two girls are really cool. Like, they pull a gun on them, and, like, they, they're just, like... Oh, yeah, he pulls of... a gun on the... Well, uh, Arnold no. gets, like, grabbed by their cousins, which are even bigger boys that come out of the crowd, and grab Arnold... And then he does his whole hostage negotiation thing, but then he be- then he quickly beats everybody up. No one except for no one good is hurt. Uh, he like he like is held by the two brothers and like jump kicks over the table and kicks the two brothers next to the girls, like the guy holding the gun, and then makes the other two headbutt each other. And he's like, "We're good." Like that yeah. was the whole fight. Gets them all, kills them all, of course. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then. Uh, uh, oh, oh this part back. was great. Uh, all the brothers are on the floor, and everyone just starts dancing around their unconscious bodies. Like, yeah. everyone just, like, continues. As you do. As you, I mean, yeah. you ever been to a honky-tonk? That's just what happens. Could you imagine getting your ass beat by Arnold Schwarzenegger and then waking up and everyone's just dancing around you? Like, that Sounds like a dream. Um, so they go back to the hotel, and uh, Vincent is, like, like they're uh, Vincent is, like, getting ready to leave, and Julius is, like, Aren't you excited to meet mom tomorrow? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it's going to be sick. Anyways, bye. He's like, where are you going? <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm going to go have sex, and you are also going to do that. <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> I've never done by it. <laughs> and so he's like, all right, you'll figure it out. <laughs> he bounces. And the second that he uh, – oh, also the, the – um, when Arnold at the club is dancing with uh, uh, Marnie, the twin sister, by the way – the twin, the girls are twins as well. Uh, I thought the same. Oh, they're twins. Oh, they're I didn't twins. know that. I yeah. forgot that. Yeah. Uh, so he uh, kisses Marnie for the first time, and it is terrifying. It is. Uh, it, honestly, it looked like he was going to eat her. Yeah, he's pretty big compared to. She's pretty dainty. So she is dainty. She's tall, but like he is like, um, he's built like a. Brick shit house. He's fucking enormous. Yeah, and I mean, um, at least he, he kisses like a like a fish eating eating food. Yeah, and you know they're out laying on the floor, and then it's Danny DeVito's like working out in it in like the other room. Like, I really wish that the the whole mob subplot was smaller in this, and it was more about these guys like meeting their dads and mom. Yeah, I I I see that too. Um, it just seems so easy to just throw that in there and just make I that come the back. Prob- well, I think the problem was they had Arnold Schwarzenegger, and they're like, well, we're not going to not do some fucking action. Yeah, we're not going to not have him beat people up. That's like, true. Like, this can't be a straight comedy. It's like, it could be. Um, so, uh, everybody fucks. Everybody fucks. In the hotel, yeah. David uh, was worried about meeting his mom, even though he didn't. Yeah, he's doing like push-ups and stuff, and um, and his girlfriend's like, "Oh, it's so sweet that you're gonna meet your mom." Also, I'd love to move in with you. And Danny was like, "Uh, yuck, no, thank you." And, <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much where it is. She's like, "I look, I'm not trying to like tie you down or anything. I just think it would be fun." And he's like, "Okay, well, we'll talk about this another time." And they go to sleep, <laughs> and it's the end of it. It's just like it's like a weird scene where they're just like. We want to make sure you you know that this girl is down for Danny, and uh, DD. It's kind of a bummer because Danny seems kind of like a shitty dude. Uh, yeah, and then, and uh, he just doesn't uh, trust anybody but himself. 
Arnold Still. bones down, uh, and he looks like uh, it's honestly like the scene in Big, where um, that grown woman has sex with the child. Um, <laughs> you know that one in Big? Uh, yeah. That movie okay. about that. Mm-hmm. That classic film everyone loves about <laughs> about a woman having sex with a child. <laughs> It's cool if it's a woman having sex with a boy. Duh. It's not. I don't know if it's cool. <laughs> it's not. It's a dumb thing that people say. <laughs> yeah. So that. It, but it's like the same kind of like um, moment where like after after poised crazily, uh, Arnold looks just like he's like, wow, because he was a virgin. Yeah, he was a virgin. Um, Danny Vito points that out. <laughs> And then... They wake up and they go to mom's. They go to mama's house. They get dressed up. They're very excited. They're nervous to meet mama. Uh, who is, of course, Marianne Benedict. Um, it's weird that they got to keep the name. Like, they kept all of the names and say they didn't, like, change any names at any point. Like, even throughout the scientific process, they, like... Oh, like, like they didn't cover it, cover it up at all. No, they're like, by the way, your name is Julius Benedict, uh, and then and then Vincent got to keep his name too. He's like, I'm Vincent Benedict, and it's like, well, no wonder they could find each other. I don't. Know. Yeah, but I mean, I, at that point, no, they wouldn't have found each other if nobody told them. It, you know, right? It just it seems like they were going to, very hard to hide certain parts of this experience experiment, but others they were just like, I don't care. One lived in L.A. and one lived on a tropical island. I mean, I don't think they were going to, like, meet. Right, but his daddy was just like, uh, you, you got a brother. Yeah. Anyways, they go to meet Mom. It's a huge, like, Pueblo-style, like, uh, uh, compound. Yeah. yeah. And they um, are not let in because uh, it's it's a foundation. And and the, the guard is like, you'll have to make an appointment with the foundation to get in here. And so they hop the fence. Uh, uh, Danny is like, wow, our mom's loaded. Uh, which ostensibly is true. Uh, it's, it's, it's like an art, uh, compound where like senile people, I I feel like I think it was sort of mentioned that it was a retirement home that she bought and turned into like an institute for aging artists to come and like live out their golden days. And it's like, it's a very nice area. They're walking it's around. It. It's nice. like pretty. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, a woman who is dressed like a gardener is like, you guys got a lot of nerve jumping the fence. I'm sure she doesn't want to like see you. And they're like, no, we're, we don't understand. We're twins. She uh, thought we were dead. She, she thought we were dead. We're, we're her twin baby boys. Uh, and she's like, all right, well, come with me. Uh, and she's like, yeah, she's always here. And they're like, I thought you said... And then she leads them to the exit and is like, time to go. And she's like, like she, she died. She, she's she here died. in spirit. <laughs> she's here in spirit. And they're like, fuck. They're like, that's dumb. That's super not satisfying. And I said the same thing. <laughs> and I said, what? <laughs> and then and I'm like, that lady was super acting like she was going to be like, and she's me. And, <laughs> and then... They cut to a scene later. They've driven off, and they cut back to the gardener lady, and then she's talking to another old lady. And she goes, and she is me, and I'm sick of all these real estate guys coming up with crazy stories to try and get my property. And I'm like, what? That's what you think just happened? 
How did they not show her the picture? Well, I guess they thought her mom was their mom was dead. Like you think that they had all those details about this secret experiment you participated in, and they were like, "But we want that land." You're telling me people like this come up to you all the time, saying, "We want to buy your land." These are what realtors look like. Like by by the way, we're twins. We do want your land. We are your sons. What the fuck? This lady, her head is a, a, a cave full of bats. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I'm sure if there was a way to tell her. Even the lady that she was talking to, telling her about this, was like, okay. She's like, yeah, there's definitely real estate guys that are trying to get the get the Shady Oaks away from me. And the lady she says that to like looks at her and is like, oh, it's pretty intricate. She's like, yeah, but it's fucked up. Uh, and so they go to a gas station again, different one. Uh, little, little rinky-dink, yeah. And Vincent freaks the fuck out. He has such a strange reaction to the mom thing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand, like, the amount that he is mad at these people. Like, he is pissed at Arnold. He is pissed at his girlfriend. Um, he's not really mad at Marnie because she's not really on his radar at all. Uh, they never speak. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think he just like feels like he would just be better on his own again, you know, and just has a yeah, little outburst. I, maybe that's but that's his like, whole like character. Is like I nobody nobody's ever there for me, and then he like I don't know how. But to his brother fit. is still there, and he's just like, look, I, look, I'm sorry, but like the, you know, this was an option. This could have been the thing. I think Dan DeVito's character is probably one who does not show his emotions well. He's like, mm, you know, I would he say does, he's disproportionate, oh, wrong, quite thing. angry. Yeah, um, and so he says. Fuck you guys and drives off, uh, and they the good thing they took two cars because uh, uh, Julius is like, well, I'll get the girls back where they gotta go. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, he probably doesn't want to bring them on this like shady deal secretly. Uh, maybe, maybe I don't know. Unclear. Uh, so there is, <clears throat> there is now a new montage uh, where Julius is tracking Vincent down. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Vincent's girlfriend uh, reveals to Julius the shady deal. It's like, by the way, I don't want to freak you out, but Julius is going to do something very dangerous, and I think he might die. And so Arnold's like, like, Whoa. like they don't even like give him time to react. He's just like, well, gotta go get my brother. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So there is a montage of uh, he he gets dropped off in a Texas town. The girls, I guess, go somewhere else. Uh, there's a very there's a, a song "Brother to Brother" uh, playing, and it's a fucking bop. And uh, he steals a car, uh, a car decked out in Longhorns. Real quick, Nick, can you drop a couple bars of "Brother to Brother" in the in the uh, the feed here? Not enough to get us like in trouble, but like the song kind of rules. Um, <laughs> So just just a taste. Thank you. Uh, so, yes, he does steal a car, and it is the most Texas-ass Texas, car yeah. I've ever seen. Uh, He's just in the ignition. It's got long... It's like a Cadillac with long horns on the front, and it literally he comes with its own cowboy hat. Yeah, I um, saw this just to see him driving the fucking hat on. Yeah, so he steals... The keys are in the ignition, and he steals it. He's becoming more like his brother. Well, he's yeah, he's going to save his brother, but yeah. Right, but... You know, the same way that uh, that Vincent is kind of becoming more like uh, Julius. Julius is becoming a little more like Vincent. They're becoming 
close. I bet. Yeah, but I, yeah, I feel like Julius would bring the car back after. If he it, does. In fact, he mentions it. He said, "In this, I'll, I'll bring it up when it comes up." So, um, the deal, I think. Yeah. So the deal, the killer has showed up to um, the god, the Texan, expecting the 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 engine, and the Texan is like, "Well, it sounds like this other guy has the engine, so fuck you. Uh, I'm not gonna do anything with you." And the killer's like. I get it, and and so um, Vin, uh, Vincent shows up with, to to do the deal with the Texan, and uh, you think it's not going to go well, then it does for it does pretty much. He gets five million dollars, and the Texan drives off in in the Cadillac with the engine in the back, and as he does so, he is shot by a gun that I've never seen before, and I've played Call of Duty. Oh man, I know it was a crazy gun, and also Dana Vito kind of just gets five million dollars from this shady deal and spends like a minute just hugging it and dancing it. When it's like, dude, go. What leave. would you do? You wouldn't dance a little bit? I would hit little... that. I would have hit that staircase that was behind me and be like, I gotta change? get out of here. Hmm. What okay. if they come back? Uh, well, at the same time, he doesn't like. He doesn't know the killer like exists at all. To me, that other guy having a gun would be enough for me. That's true. Like, like the Texas's buddy guy, like had the gun, and he's like, "Take care of it." And he's like, "I thought this was fair to you." He's like, "It is." He puts the gun away and just hands him the case of money. And he's like, right. "Bye." So this is gonna fake <laughs> out. Uh, but then the two, the 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 man who bought the engine. Oh, by the way, they explain what the engine. The 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 guy's okay. like, "You just stole a car, didn't you?" And he's like. Yeah, I did. He's like, cool. I don't care. I'm going to buy it anyways. Do you know what it is? He's like, no. It's a jet engine. It's mm-hmm. literally just for, like, a jet. And he's like, it'll just be really helpful for me to have this before other people. And it's like, okay. Yeah. And then th- that's <laughs> big fucking, business. Fucking dumb bullshit. It's like, Big what? business, but yeah. Okay. Uh, Why is this in here? And then, blam, blam, the big blam, crazy gun blam. goes off. We got to have an action scene. Uh, so the the killer is shooting, has killed the, the people who kind of fucked him over. And now he's he's going to shoot Danny. Danny's like, oh, no. Scrambling down the stairs, running, running through that. And he's telling that. him, he's like, look, give me the money and I'll let you go. And Danny is not going to give him the money because Danny needs his money. Danny needs the greenbacks. Um, and so he gets into a tunnel. He's or being Vinny. pursued by Killer Man. Uh, um, luckily, uh, thanks to psychic twin connection, Julius has has tracked down a general location where Vincent is. Uh, and then, I guess throws right his luggage he, at the gun guy. He's about yeah. The gun guy is is gonna shoot. Uh, Vincent as he is running away it, it seems like Vincent might be kind of out of range at this point but Julius can't tell that and he just sees the gun guy pointing a gun and he assumes it's at Vincent so he throws his luggage at him uh, and uh, uh, it's yeah it seemed to be like right on the edge of like losing a shot on him and it's kind of like he hits it with the luggage and he shoots the air pretty much you know he yeah, just goes, so ah! it basically comes down to another hostage negotiation thing which is Blech. And yeah, uh, Vincent's so, like, yeah, Vincent, I was already an escaped. I could, I could, he, I had to feel Vincent you. now feels he now feels the twin connection, and he feels that his brother is in danger. Also, he felt it after he heard his brother saying, "Don't shoot my brother." Like, he's don't like, shoot ah. my brother. He's just like, okay, right? Twins, We're twins. I was, like, I was like, you heard him. 
So, uh, yeah, he heard the large echo of a voice like, who's that? <laughs> Who would it be? And so he goes up to give the money to um, to the killer man, and he's like, please don't kill my brother. And then he's like, by the way, Julius, I will never forgive you for losing me $5 million. And Julius is like, don't worry about it, man. <laughs> and it's... <laughs> What happens is the <laughs> killer is inauspiciously standing under a chain of some kind. And it's like he they walk there out of accident. Like, Danny DeVito kind of walks with the case. He's like, give me the case. Yeah, okay, grabs like, it, turns around. And they're just looking at him, and there's this, like, red lever. And yeah. And so... <laughs> he just fucking... It's like, okay, and he hits the lever. They do a little bit like, this is the third thing we do in a crisis situation. Right. It's a crisis. It's the rule of threes with the crisis situation. It's not great. Um, But what is great is the chain (laughs) that falls down upon the killer because it's like a wheel knocks him out. So much. I thought it was just going to be like maybe maybe like six feet of chain hits this guy. And it's it's like heavy boat chain. It's so much fucking chain. It's like a dump truckload of chain. It's it, insane. And it just it's keeps so coming from the ceiling. And they're ceiling. just watching and it's like, it. Where was this? Like, I can see the ceiling. There's not that. There can't be that it much. It just up kept there. pouring down out of the like the roofs of this abandoned factory. It is an obscene in. amount of chain that falls on this guy to it the just, point where, like, even if he was just knocked unconscious, he is surely dead under the yeah, weight like, of this he, chain. He's not getting out. Like, it pulls back and it's like taller than Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, and they're just it's like, literally. Whoa so much fucking chain and so, it's like big so. boat chain too like the it, first like when it first hits him in the head I'm like ooh that guy's not gonna be okay and then it just, just it falls for it was like just a never ending spaghetti of chain minutes, just like, da, 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 da. chain is dumped on this guy uh very funny oh yeah. I thought I don't know you know how much hilarious. thought went into it but I could just imagine um Ivan Reitman on the set being like more <laughs> More the chain keeps falling in the guys and he's like, Are you gonna let me out? More How much of the budget did you spend on chain? The chain budget. <laughs> um so the, ch- the chain wrangler. I had a real good uh <laughs> real good chuckle at that. Um That mean yeah, that's, that's like sure, a good part. Surely dead. Yeah, oh yeah. And like Yeah. He's not getting out from out of that. Uh and so uh uh, Vince, they get away with the money, and Julius is like, "All right, so we're gonna return this." And Vince is like, "What? <laughs> what?" He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna return this money." And he's like, "Well, I don't understand that because they have both the money and the engine, and the people who gave the money are dead." Yeah, um, you keep the money and then return. But for the some reason, they give both the money and the engine back to the jet people that it was stolen from that the engine was stolen from and they are given a reward of some sort that is significantly less than five million dollars okay yeah uh, but it makes the that, newspaper headlines it makes the newspaper to the twin their twins their story is real uh and and mama uh mama th- sees it mama and doctor see it and she's like oh shit they were telling the truth crazy and then oh, she goes yeah. to the doctor, and she's like, what the fuck, man? And upon further reflection, they they did Marianne hella dirty with this trick. Like, they took 
two kids out of her and she like just lived the rest of her life like being like my kid died like i don't think i can ever have a family yeah Uh, and like i don't want to lose pretty much ruined her life she did enough with her life like i think she got hella paid and whatnot but like this like clearly like fucked her up Mm -hmm. and she came she comes back to the scientist is like hey what the fuck and he doesn't do anything really. My boy. Like, he just like has a reaction shot. Where he's like, Ooh! and it's just like, I don't know. It feels like a big moment for her. She's like confronting the person that like ruined her life, and he just basically Tim Allen's her. Yeah, there's there's some moments in this movie where the writing isn't as strong, and uh, that's fair. <laughs> but Daniel DeVito and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger do their duty and hold up this movie. They stole their family, man. Yeah, and now they're stealing. They're they're fighting for um, it back. So they pay off all their debts. Uh, I would like to point out that money fixes all the problems in this movie, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and having your brother. Yeah, but pretty much they would have all the problems they still had without the money. Yeah, but I guess I think they. You know, it seems like they kind of got some like fame for this engine and they got a little they're like a consulting agency now because like yeah they own a business together like they they get back in their office they are now a consulting agency they have used their reward to pay off any of their debts and he he sent his girlfriend a lot of flowers uh yeah he uses his trying to make up he uses his money to fix his terrible relationship yeah Um, let's fix that mm -hmm. and then um uh, they're having like a little back and forth and um they're like, uh, the, Arnold's like, I'm proud of you for getting rid of the money. And he's like, yeah, oh, what money? Oh, the $5 million you made mm-hmm. me get rid of? And he's like, yes. It's like, what was up with you stealing that car? He's like, I brought it back. <laughs> the, the man was a cowboy. And I got to tell you, I would kill to have that scene in this movie. Of for you to have been Arnold the car cowboy? returning the car to the cowboy and like being like, He's never seen a cowboy, like, and he's just like, I'm sorry I took your car, are you a cowboy? And the guy's like, no, I need I'm not to a save cowboy, my brother. I'm a rich Texan, he's like, I'm going to say you are a cowboy, goodbye now. And, uh, and so as they're in their new business, uh, consulting firm, whatever mm-hmm. that means. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, uh, <laughs> their mom comes in, and, they're, and she's like, hey, y'all. I beefed it. I'm sorry. I am super sorry that uh, I didn't believe you. You gotta admit, it sounds dumb. Uh, and they're like, it's okay, mama! And they, like, basically... We love you! They do a three-way hug, and, um... Then they Mama's get married like, and have a My boys! And the boys are like, my mama! And so then we cut to an uh, unknown amount of time later. Mama is back in the boy's life. Uh, one of the scientists is there. She's seemingly forgiven him. It's the scientist from the beginning uh, who raised Julius. Uh, and then the boys and their new families come in. They've both married the other twins. And they have both, in fact, had a set of twins themselves. So now we have a big old mess of people. That's a wrap. That's twins. And that's the movie. a wrap. That's 1988. Twins. And almost the amount of time that it takes to, to watch the movie, watch I have the film. recapped the movie again. Yeah, but I'm not a concise storyteller. It's fine. It's fine. I interrupt a lot. Yeah, it's all your fault. <laughs> I didn't say that. Now, <laughs> um, so. <sighs> 
So it's worth noting that there is a sequel to this movie in development with... It's called Triplets. Ivan Reitman's coming back. Perfect name both for it, of, I think. Both of the boys are back, and they're throwing Eddie Murphy in the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't fathom that. I don't... I couldn't do it. Here, um, here's what Here's what I... Or unless you want to run with yours, then I could... We could do mine really quickly because it's not it's not triplets. I don't have a pitch for triplets. Oh, okay. Yeah, I couldn't think of it. I, I was like, what are they just gonna be like? And a third one came out too. We never told you about that. It's like, what is this? The the sixth scientist is like, I want the black one, and he took Eddie Murphy. And it's like, what is that? There's no way that's not gonna go over horribly. Um, because first of all, I saw the picture, and there was none of the six dads were anything but white they were these were six white dudes who did this that's that yes i saw that as a clear problem which Um, makes sense because of course white dudes would do some fucking shit like this where they all just jerk off in a cup together and like we're gonna make superman super white baby man stupid anyways um what i had uh was an idea for maybe a remake or reimagining of this story all right let's go for it where uh, I saw some similarities to a recent movie that came out at the beginning of this. Uh, it's very similar. He was raised in an environment very similar to Wonder Woman, where he was on this idyllic island and he was taught like the, the most idyllic version of, of life. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I thought it might be fun to remake this movie with Gal Gadot in the in the Arnold Schwarzenegger role. Okay, uh, then who in the Danny DeVito role? See, that was where I had a tough time. Uh, there are a bunch of different people who I thought would be interesting in this. Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson came to mind, and I was <laughs> like, I actually hate that idea. Uh, yeah. I want I, that. That's I think about probably, her and cats. Probably what they would do. Uh, but yeah. it would suck shit. What so about Melissa badly. McCarthy? What's that? Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy uh, is about twenty years older than uh, that makes sense than Gal Gadot, so that wouldn't work on that level. Because um, uh, Arnold and Danny DeVito are very close in age. There's about two, two years. years difference. Yeah. yeah, I looked that up. So uh, I had a couple of, of names that I thought would be good, like maybe uh, Jenny Slate, maybe uh, a Tiffany Haddish, that kind of. Uh, but I, I settled on uh, Jillian Bell, who I think is very funny and very talented. Is she? She's from. She was in. She's in 21, Workaholics. 22, she's yeah. in Twenty Two Jump Street. She's in um, uh, that movie about her running a marathon that I've been told is good. I haven't seen it yet. I just am. She was in uh, the night before too. She's in the night before. She's in a lot of stuff. She's in she's uh, funny. the she's upcoming really funny. Uh, the upcoming follow up to Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure as well. Great. Uh, she's very funny, and I think um, I think it would be I think she could pull off a Danny DeVito type uh, scumbum term where she's like she's like a con artist. What about like uh, Amy Schumer? I I no. don't want I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, just you know. Just, ah, I just nah. I'm just yeah. This is what, I'm just saying things. I mean yeah, it, it, it could be Amy Schumer. I don't. Uh, no, thank you. Uh, <laughs> you get no argument from here. All right. 
So, um, I would like to minimize the the mob plot in 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 a remake. Like, I want the the scummy twin. I need. I think the scummy twin does need to be doing something scummy on their road trip to meet all their dads and find and find mom. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, which, by the way, I would love for them to actually meet all the dads. Like, I think that would be fun. That and you can have like like they're each they're each living such different lives and like their their lives are suddenly just like in their in their like late in their late fifties sixties they find out that they, they they have these twins that are just like from them. Uh, yeah, that would be like the whole movie, right? And so I think um, with each dad, they would maybe get a little bit closer to finding out where the mom is, which is like their big goal is they want to meet mom you know what if who, who wouldn't what if uh maybe two of the dads were married oh, yeah, like, they got, that'd like, be interesting oh, they get you know, together they, they met there they met at the jerk off contest yeah. man i like the way you're doing that oh man we're in love yeah you know you need some help there you know just to like cut out one stop sure, and like sure. you know uh, yeah, yeah, that way, yeah, you can combine, exactly, that way you don't have to go to six different locations. Six different houses, you know, yeah. You go to five different locations. Maybe one of the dads is dead, maybe one of them didn't make it. Mm, Plus, yeah. you start, you start with one of the dads that raised, that raised Gal Gadot. Did she not, so is she not getting raised by scientists? She was raised by one scientist, one of the scientists who, or com- contribute, it's a similar kind of deal. Oh, so so the the because the scientist who raised the, Arnold was one of part of them. them. Okay, okay, was okay. right. He was right. That makes sense to me. I mean, I I don't I didn't really. I mean, what you're gonna run a jer- a jerk off experiment? They didn't and you're take not the picture and go this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. You're just like this. You know, it's like good enough. Just looking at it. Yeah, I, thought, I get I, the situation. I'm pretty sure he was in it because uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he he was he was a contributor. So who uh, would be the mom? Because I guess that I mean the matter? easy answer is Sigourney Weaver, but I think we need to go a little bit deeper than that. That is a good answer. Uh, because the mom in this is is played by somebody recognizable. I just Kurt didn't... Russell should be one of the dads. Kurt Russell would be good for <laughs> one of the dads. I was thinking uh, Kurt Russell, Carl Weathers. Um... Carl Weathers, yeah, I like that. Oh man, if we could get like. Um... Uh, or what about Donald Glover? Wall Street. It's uh, uh, Rob Reiner. If we get Rob uh, Reiner in Rob there, Reiner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rob Reiner's like, why did he get access to Mel Brooks? Is is one of his, Mel, Bro- oh, Mel Brooks is weirdly one of the dads. The dancing dad. Um. Yeah. And so yeah, because it's a com- it's still gonna be a comedy. You might as well get like some funny people. Yeah. No, I like that. Um. um Sure, throw like a Jeff Goldblum or something in there. Oh, a suave dad. Well, why don't you make him the one of the ones, the one that married the other dad? The bi dad and you or have, gay dad. Um, yeah, who's an older, distinguished gay gentleman? Um, Ian Charlie McCullough. Sheen. Charlie Sheen is not. He's not. I mean, old, I mean, not I mean his dad. <laughs> what about the Frankie and Grace? Like those guys. Oh yeah! Oh, Martin Sheen. That's what I meant. Yeah, Martin Sheen. Uh, yeah, I meant his dad. Is it weird that Charlie Sheen looks older than Martin Sheen because of everything that's happened in his life? 
It's awful. I don't think I've seen what Charlie Sheen looks like in a while because I've seen Martin's getting Martin's got white hair. Maybe they do him up for Frankie and Grace. I don't know. Ah. Um, and so what would what would like be the scummy thing that the scummy twin does like on this road trip? Hmm. I have I have an idea, but I don't love it. If you sells fake jewelry, forgeries. Uh, I don't know. You can give me your idea. Drugs. I was thinking drugs. I thought drugs too. Um. But I just like, think that one, like she steal, like the reason they are being pursued in something that I think can be wrapped up pretty quickly is a drug dealer is coming after uh, Jillian Bell because she stole a huge amount of drugs and has been selling it along the road. What if what if he's coming after her because Jillian Bell destroyed a bunch of drugs that could have been harmful to people? So then he's coming after her for the money he owes her for the drugs she destroyed because you know. So she's like, you got to give a scummy person kind of like. The potential, like, you know, the good hair's there, you know? Like, you know, she can't be all, like, you know, so she's, what if, like... Okay, so so she found out that her rival drug guy was, like, selling... I think her drug guy, like, you know, she's just, like, I don't know, right? Instead of saying, like, I'm coming after you because you sell drugs and you didn't sell enough drugs, right? It's, like, you no, destroyed my she, drugs. No, I, I, I did it because she stole, like, a huge amount of drugs from him. And just has been selling it to like pay her debt to him. So you just want this girl selling drugs this whole movie, along the road? Maybe because I think it would be it might be funny to just like do the the way that like Arnold was kind of like uh, oblivious to like what Danny was doing to have like Gal Gadot like kind of helping sell drugs but not yeah. understand. I'm trying to kind of get the selling a box of socks idea, you know, you know, like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, you didn't like they didn't like, they didn't expressly say this, Kurt, but that box was actually full of black tar heroin. Uh, I don't know about that. I think that would have popped up in the I mean, research. I'm looking at the fact, the, the wiki facts here, and it Wicto says that... facto bullshit. Uh, that, that socks is another name for black tar heroin. Man. It's an, it's an 80s term. I could understand why you might... You might I bet, yeah, be and why you would, you would understand it so well. Well, you know, I'm well-versed in 80s uh, black tar heroin. Yeah, you, you're a black tar heroin aficionado. <laughs> yeah, you know, I studied this stuff. The icky sticky black tar. Icky sticky. Um, but I think in, in the remake, just like having that come to a head and be like the more that she gets to know uh, her twin, the more she realizes like she doesn't really like what she's doing. What if she's just like a con artist? She just cons guys out of money. I like, just... I like the idea of a con artist. I like... enjoyed um, – I'm one of the few people who enjoyed the remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels with Rebel Wilson. In it. Oh, I, t- I, I watched it. I was like, eh, yeah. It's fine. It's pretty much the same movie except it's they exactly throw the in some weird ninja stuff for no reason. Yeah, she, she's like good with knives. It's like, yeah, she can throw knives. Like, she okay. never uses it. I think – yeah. And, like, like oh God, I don't want to do too much of an aside way. here, but, like, in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, they train him to be, like, a gentleman and stuff, and, like, that's it. And they're like, all right, well, we're going to train you to be, like, a lady, but and also an assassin. An assassin. Like, Anne that's Hathaway's never an assassin. Come, like, Anne Hathaway never assassinates anybody. Uh, I'm throwing this whole picture aside. We're doing Dirty Rotten Scoundrels 2 Assassin Academy. Oh. With Anne Hathaway, it's like, like a, an assassin lady. So it's like a Russian, it's like a Red Sparrow type thing, but it's but it's Absolutely. Rebel Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> Rebel it's Rebel Wilson, Wilson and Red Sparrow. Like, yeah, like, oh god, it's like a spy. Uh, 
It's like it's like the tone of everyone except for Rebel Wilson is like dead serious. Like it's like a dead serious like stoic spy academy and just Rebel Wilson's it's here. Like, it's it's like a James Bond, but which is Rebel Wilson being herself. Like Rebel know, Wilson just, like, is is like a really well trained spy who is suffering from amnesia, so she has to go back to spy school. Oh, I like it. So it's a born uh, kind of thing. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and we got a lot of different elements in there. I mean, much like much like the jizz concoction, we've got about six different things going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's fine for the remake. I think they would meet their mom, and um, I don't know. But what, what I, I I'm I I would love to work with you directly right now to come up with a concept for triplets, which is more risk realistically going to happen. I think this is just it's this movie tends to take a lot of just like little leaps and bounds of just like okay whatever right so I'm there, thinking, yeah there is definitely <laughs> several scenes I was like all right just you gotta sure. accept it and okay move sure so like I'm thinking actually it opens with a moment where it's just like okay sure yeah yeah it's like it's just a disclaimer it's an okay sure disclaimer yeah. Uh, we find out where, like, you know, we've flashed, the, the, it opens up, you know, they're probably, like, grandfathers now, or just, like, old sure. dads. They're grandfathers to 60 babies. Maybe, maybe they're, maybe their kids are pregnant now, uh, and, uh, there's something comes out, one of the... Babies is having babies. It comes out that there was another experiment done at the same time that used the same mother's egg. They, like, harvested one of her, like, her, her egg cells... And mixed it with a different sample of semen and uh, did it, like, I don't know, is, is it, they incubated they just, it. I think they spun it real quick. Oh, oh, you mean how the uh, test like, tube, babe. Like, the test how, tube. Like, and, like, but, like, they were all born the same day still, but they just never told anybody about the Eddie Murphy baby. Because mm. he, he was from the same mom, born on the same day, but born from different fathers and just, like, in, like, a different environment, you know? Born from seen, um, maybe some black fathers. I would love. To, I would honestly love to get some people of color in this movie because there was not a one in in twins, right? Um, what? Uh, have you Wesley seen the Snipes. movie? Boom. Have you seen, oh, uh, have you seen the movie Junior? Um, what's it about? Well, it stars. Uh, a couple of folks you might know, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it is about a man scientist named Arnold Schwarzenegger who is like, I will be the first man to be pregnant with a baby. Oh, yeah. And I've seen that does. now. Mm-hmm. This is this is uh, six years later after Twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got, they got the boys back together. <laughs> they did. The, the crew... Let's do it. What if we did a tie-in where it was, it was, it, it a clone of Arnold exists, and he had to junior a baby, and the baby he gave birth to was Eddie Murphy. See, I'm thinking about that. There's some problems to that. Uh, yes. You would have to have like maybe he gave birth to Benjamin Button, Eddie Murphy, and he just aged right up well, real quick. Here's here's the thing, Eddie Murphy, born with Jack's disease. Born a full-grown man. 35. So we've got a, we've got a, we've got a, again, we've got another six jizz cocktail here. Where we've crossed over six different movies. But Jack. like, it, that works though to kind of start triplets in, in a sense, right? Just like, sure, why not? <laughs> you know, 
Okay, okay. It's got, so, it's, it, but just to make them a triplet is, like, the length to get it, you know? That, sure. That's the okay sure Genetically, part. they share the same kind of Genetically, the stuff. birthday, you know, they're all born the same day. Yeah, they all are of... Okay, what would the plot be? Um, I think, you know, they all are, like, very happy with their families, but, sure. you know, they still are, like... After all these years, you know, everything's been great, but, you know, I've always thought something was missing, and somehow they find out about the other experiment, or, like, someone comes, like, I don't know how, you know, how it would happen. It would be one of the other doctors coming clean about it, or them finding some a, a sealed file, because I feel like it would be easier to hide Eddie Murphy, baby, if, it, you know, complete, as this completely different experiment. What if it's, like, a rival, like, one of, oh, okay, the the scientist who's, like, a someone kind stole of a dick. it. In this, <gasps> they Jurassic Park it and they steal her embryo in a fucking yeah. shaving cream can. He's like, I'm doing the same thing. I'm gonna sell it. What about what if there was another scientist who stole all the work and made his own? Uh, only if we can get Wayne Knight to play it. Wayne Knight is he still? Yeah. Around? Okay. Right, yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing well. Oh, good. Glad to hear it. Uh, but okay, so it would be an adventure to find Eddie Murphy with the. Okay, so wait. How about this? Eddie Murphy... What if Eddie Murphy finds out about them? And finds them? What if Eddie Murphy, like, was the, was the actual superior human that was made, and, like, the government took him and, like, used him to, like... They, like, winter-soldiered this guy into, like, being, like... Okay, I like that. Um, like, we could say that the, the first experiment was military-funded, and they used... Sure. They used so the what the research there to make the, their own. The dynamic of Arnold, who is a goody goody, but is like this perfect uh, form of like the scientist dream chaotic, of an experiment, like this perfect good, lawful good. And then you've got Danny DeVito, who is this scumbum, uh, who is like trying to be better. And then you've got Eddie Murphy, who is like a government trained like lawman, and he is like. He, he he is kind of a mixture of both of these guys where, like, he will get down and do, like, the dirty business when it comes to, like... And, but, like, you know, he was execution. trained and, like, yeah. probably, like, didn't have a family, not really loved, so he's, like... Yeah, he wasn't just raised kind of... by a loving scientist. He was raised by Uncle Sam. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd I be like... interested in that. And Because the then you, you would have your action Eddie Murphy element. is in his late 60s, and so I don't know, like, what is he, like... Danny DeVito and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger are in their seventies. I don't know how they're coming back for this. Well, y- y- yeah, it's not not so much uh, the fact that they're coming back. As what I'm saying uh, is that to introduce if- this character as like uh, if we're gonna go with the the government machine at this point, he must be like a general. he's like retired. Yeah, he's like retired. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're oh. trying to get him the back. Like they're trying to get him back Rambo style, and they're like, "We need you back." He's like, "You son of a bitch." Triplets 3, Rambo Fresh Blood. Ugh. Rambo Fresh Blood, honestly, Was probably a great name. If I, I would reboot Rambo with that. Oh, cool. Yeah, there you go. God. Well, anything, Last Blood was, anything Did here. you watch Rambo Last Blood? No. No. It's the final one, right? Awful. I've heard, I've heard you say this before. I laughed about it. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> they didn't get better as they progressed. No, and they, I, but the thing is... 
it's oh, I can't even. It's untenable. For another for another episode. It. Well, Bad. maybe we'll watch it. Okay. I hope not. <laughs> Don't break. Okay. Um, maybe if we do, then it will be for the pitch of Rambo Fresh Blood. What about what about they used Eddie Murphy for space? They oh, just, they sent him to space. They sent him out in space. He's alone. been on Mars. He's been Pluto Nashing it. That or under the water. Those are both cool places to do right now. You know, like they like said, this is what you're supposed Underwater's to do. Underwater is very hot right now. Right. They both kind of are. It's the scare, but like you know what I mean. Like that's how he's secluded away, and they said this is like his purpose. What are you basing purpose. that off of? What? Like, on, what are you basing it? Uh, the fact that underwater is hot right now. Uh, I think it's just like kind of the sensory deprivation of it. Like in space, there's like it's silence, it's quiet. Underwater's kind of the same thing. Uh, I like no, that I mean, new like, Kristen Stewart movie. Underwater. Uh, underwater. Uh, Godzilla stuff's kind of underwater. I don't. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I think the underwater um, city. Space seems like a good, I think... Aquaman. Like, I think to have him as, like... Working on... They, what they wanted, studying he, galaxies He was a test something. tube baby, but he was technically meant Physically to be fit. the first baby to grow up in space. Yeah. or some, Exactly. Something like that, you know? And he's and been out there. And they find out about it because his uh, shuttle is in trouble. And his last name is also Bennett. Benedict. Benedict. Shit. Um. <clears throat> um. Okay. Do they, what if they have to rescue their brother from like he like crashes down and then the government's just holding him and they have to go rescue their brother from the government? Like Alf. Sure. If that's where you're gonna go, maybe I was thinking more Escape from Witch Mountain. Um. Oh, I haven't seen. <laughs> I haven't seen. It's just it's just like everybody trying to I don't know get them away and then go home, but. Hmm. I don't know because it's got to be. It's definitely. I, a comedy. I like the idea of like making the government the villain of the movie, and like like they want they consider like this experiment to be like theirs. Like this is theirs. Like they funded this. Eddie Murphy is like a tool to them, and they and, want him back. And, and their brothers like they see him as like their brother, like this human being that they want to free from the the. Yeah. The evil clutches of the U.S. government, and because he's getting older, the government's you know pro- right. probably moving on from him. They probably you know they probably don't give him as much attention. They abandoned him in space, and that's he what sends, I was getting at. Yeah. He sends a message to Earth, and it like what if he does he know space? about them? What if he's abandoned in space, and you know, well, not abandoned. They just you know really don't. Talk. They just send him like food, and they're not going to bring him back. And he finds out through the computers there that he was part of like the. Uh, He's, this pro- program, and then he he's crashes. He's so the well ship. read. He's so well read that he knows how to like hack into stuff. He like well, he, he basically helped set up um, like America's space satellite system. Yeah, so like, he knows how to like manipulate it, and he uses it to get like all the information about himself. And he's like, man, like he can yeah. like that. And he also finds out that they're planning on like terminating him. They're gonna like leave him up there to die. And he's like, fuck this. I'm getting out of here. I'm gonna find my family. And and, you, and then, then you know he like has maybe that newspaper article he can find off them. Right. And like so he has a place to start. Well, he like just googles his last name. True. Yeah. Yeah. He searches it or something, and he's like, all right. So so he finds these out are part like, of the. These yeah, guys are yeah. My brother. The story of this experiment, I think, is like it's out after they these guys like like announce themselves to the world. Yeah, or it like or like the government releases it, like, you know, how they do, they release stuff and it's yeah, like nobody cares like, about it then. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And then so, so but he just he's goes like, through it. So he escapes his space thing, he gets back to Earth, 
he's having trouble, obviously, because he's never been on Earth. Um, yeah. And he's, like, trying to adjust his society while meet, he wants to go meet his brothers. And his brothers want to keep him away from the government. And so that's the whole... So you think they it. both found out of each other? Or Eddie Murphy crashed down to come find them? And then when they I think you, Eddie they Murphy a... comes to them and they didn't, like... like they they are now in the position of, like, the mom. Where, they, like, this, they this person comes to them and is like, I'm your brother. Or, and it's like... No, this is my brother, Danny DeVito. Can't you see we're twins? But I, I feel like, you know, in their situation, they might be a little more understanding. Uh, sure. But, like, the movie eventually, is them warming up to them. But it has been, like, 30-plus years since, like, they've had to deal with it. So they might be, like, maybe society has, like, caused them to become comfortable with, like... And also, you could probably throw in maybe some of the kind of more social pressing matters into it. They see their... Maybe they have an interaction with the police that because they're with their brother that they don't like, you know. They don't like their brother? Well, like, they now have a black brother, and maybe they start to see uh, the world oh, interacting to Oh, you to mean a, the police don't maybe, like Or them. maybe just people being racist, you know, it's you know, it's just... Sure, I'm sure there will it's be... It's a tone that could be part of the, the suffice strife. Suffice to say, there will be some racial stuff in this movie. I don't want to cover too much of it because i don't feel qualified to do so that's but what i, I mean. understand that there will be some we could use racist to to drive the movie you know sure like, sure so or like the government the antagonist of this movie is the government and racism potentially you know it's yeah it's something maybe i'm wrong i don't know i just no i think that's fine um i think what what is the big um gosh we're we're so far in this I know, um, but there's a bit we get. What is the big set piece? Like, what are we going to, like, do they send an assassin to take out Eddie Murphy and and Arnold must do his action boy thing and take take that out at the end? But also, Arnold Schwarzenegger probably taught his kids some good things at this point, right? So maybe... Sure. I, I also kind of, I like the idea of the road trip movie, like the road movie. Same, like maybe they go to find Eddie Murphy's dad? So he can like maybe you know so he can meet his dads too. So they they're they're as a family they go and they try. What if um, what his if dads would probably be the relationship old. with the kids like sometimes some some of the kids are not like like because they had what they had four kids. Uh, when we left, they could have had more. So one of them. Okay, so how about this? It's it's they like surely they've grown up and moved away. So it's it's about. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito have to reconnect with their kids who who will be able to help like they have connections that will be able to uh, help Eddie Murphy out with his problem with the government. See, when I was trying to think of it, I thought I had this brief thought where it is. Uh, have you ever heard of the movie Going Out in Style? It's, it's I think it, is that the thief movie with old people yeah so i would thought of just the idea of just like it's these three old guys just stuck together trying to like do something as brothers they're not that old <laughs> they're not like decrepit well i mean they're in their 60s probably if this movie right, but that movie is about like morgan freeman right and like morgan freeman and a couple other guys Right, those folks are in their eighties, though. But I meant, I meant. Well, I mean, I don't think sixty-year-olds are going around beating people up. Super seventy-year-olds. I mean, most sixty-year-olds don't look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. This is also a movie, so maybe they just beat up old hitmen. <laughs> sure, they're taking out old wise guys. And it, but like, it's it's the, the I think the road comedy like 
I think the road comedy works, at, and and maybe the the reconnecting with the kids so that they can they can help Eddie Murphy, um, maybe like uh, establish a like because Eddie Murphy doesn't have an identity on Earth. He's never existed there. Yeah, maybe they've so, had tr- past trouble with their kids, and they're just like, you know what, sure. we need to rekindle with our family, and like maybe they sure. try so it's like a, f- a road trip. Get everybody, maybe to- yeah, they get everybody for a reunion or something to welcome Eddie. Mur- I don't know. Right, and also Eddie, Eddie, they will like like one of the kids might work like um, like selling houses or or and they're like look, look look we can help Eddie get a house we can help Eddie um like have uh, have a new identity we can help him like hide from the government. What if what if uh, we had Eddie Murphy on the space shuttle? There was maybe someone that was talking to him at one point, you know, because give him does he have no love interest on Earth? Is there nobody that cares about him down here? You know. Like, is there no one? Does he just meet somebody while he's down there, or is he just like maybe? I'd I'd like to have him meet somebody down what, there. What about because like he, imagine if he has no interaction with like no in person interactions with anyone, then like then I think that would create like the best comedy scenarios where he does finally like have to like talk to people for the first time. Yeah, it's just like. What is that going to look like? And also, oh yeah, I see what you mean there. What about what about this? What if up in the space station at one point he had like a crew, and maybe he like fell in love with one of them, and then but they they took the crew away, and he never thought he'd meet them again. They took them away. Like I don't know, they got repositioned, and then right, like the Eddie, road trip you're is going to stay here, and we're going to go over there. Well, he doesn't have he those other people might have not been created for that specific job, you know. And then like sure. the road trip is they take Eddie to find that person that was up in the shuttle with him. What if he's like in love with his handler, like on Earth, like the person who like is message, like it's it's not not clear if it's like um, that, yeah, it's if it's like mutual, but like he definitely has, if. you know, he 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 was raised like he was raised at birth, from birth to be like a staunch like professional in this field, and so he's never like actually expressed his emotion. That's in this way. That's yeah. That's and why so I like the... that. Can be his arc is like he like through getting to know his family learns how to like better express himself and is able to um, to find happiness and love through what he learns through from his family. Uh, yeah. As well as like gaining a family. That's why I like the idea um, of like him having some me- meeting someone in space. So like he has that connection maybe. And then it's really fi- somebody then his... actually like physically raised him in space. Well, like, but I mean like an astronaut. That's where maybe he probably like... fell in love. And then his brothers have something to that they can do for him. They're like, all right, let's help our brother find this person. You know, like that would make sure. him happy. So that's what we can do. And then along the way, they rekindle with their their family, and he like. Sees what he missed, but like realizes his family's still there for him, you know. Sure. And so I think it needs to end with, um, with overcoming the government because every good film does need to overcome the government. There's an assassin. He needs to uh, get dumped on by tons of chain. Arnold is going to throw um, two miles length of rope at mm-hmm. uh, at the assassin. Uh-huh. Uh Fifty million dollars in quarters are going to fall on this guy. Pennies. <laughs> Pennies. There is a coin um, shortage right now, so maybe not feasible. This will explain why. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, the um, coins are coming back into circulation soon. Oh, uh, big way. Bafo coins, baby. Um, so, Danny, I think I think the problem needs to be that maybe Danny DeVito is disconnected from his children, 
and so uh, by reconnecting Maybe they with got his divorced. brother and his new brother, got divorced. The, the, he's able to come back together with his children. Uh, Arnold is able to uh, reconnect with his brother, uh, and then they have a new brother that they've welcomed to the family. They are all able to collectively overcome the government, and then they find Eddie they Murphy's love interest together. His, yeah, and like maybe they find his like long lost. Or they space just lover. have a big. I think it just needs to end with a big barbecue. Okay, and then they dance. Big and then they dance, dance party and barbecue, dance and dance into the night. They dance, beautiful dancing, beautiful gowns, fade out triplets. That's it, triplets, brother to brother to brother to brother. And now Nick plays what it's supposed to sound like. Uh, sure, Nick, can you play brother to brother, but like also cut it so it says brother an additional time? Brother and brother and brother. Brother to brother to brother. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, so, triplets uh, potentially coming out. Uh, I'm going to be realistic and say 2024. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it'll be the tentpole summer movie that we will all be watching indoors at our homes because the movie uh, theater industry will collapse by the end of 2022 because we did not lick this coronavirus thing. Maybe. Not to not to make a bold prediction, but that's what I think is going to happen. Also, maybe we'll just be in our cars watching the big screen. And- that's true. We might be... Dri- drive-ins are going to... are currently and will continue to make a comeback. They are perfect. And, uh, and I love that. I do too, man. Such a fun time. Well... Well, thank you for uh, crafting this beautiful family uh, uh, frolic with me, Kurt. Um, great suggestion. Uh, next week, I believe we are we have something special in mind. Uh, I don't so- want to I don't want to get into it until next week, but uh, keep keep in mind that we will be doing something fun next week. Um, and I, with that teaser, I think I got to close it out. Okay, maybe. yeah. So if you listen, thanks a whole lot. I hope you had some fun. I hope we made you laugh. Uh, I'm Kurt Hoffman. I hope we made you cry. Yeah. Sorry. I hope you you felt something. That's all we can really I ask hope you for. Got, I hope you, you maybe got a little aroused. Honestly, maybe a yes. little bit. Yeah. Not too much. Not so much that you had to stop. Not too horny. Yeah, not too horny that you had to take a break. We don't want that. Yeah, like a, a respectable amount of uh, horniness. Yeah, we. Uh, so yeah, thank you, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip flop. Bye. I don't have some-